Shalom Aleichem, and welcome to Tune In, the Yiddish Book Center's podcast. I'm Lisa Newman, and today I am visiting with Jeff Gable, founder of Kitchen Kibbutz, a pop-up dining experience focused on creating exciting community experiences with modern Jewish cuisine. Teaming up with local restaurants in Boston and talented chefs, Kitchen Kibbutz is a unique approach to storytelling Jewish culture through the lens of its cuisine. Welcome, Jeff. Thanks for having me. So I uh, first, well, you first appeared on my radar when you were a participant in one of the Yiddish Book Center's tent programs. You were at Tent Food New York, yes? I was back in October, uh, met a great group of food entrepreneurs and people really passionate about uh, Jewish cuisine. Uh, that was an amazing program. Um, I got to eat through New York City at some of the, the best restaurants and got to meet some really amazing people um, that has opened up a really uh, a great network for me. Well, that's uh, that's a good thing. Um, we're glad to hear that. I'm kind of jealous. I would love to do that program myself, um, but I'm not 20-something. Um, but I did read about Kitchen Kibbutz, and I was intrigued and curious. How did you get – obviously, you have a love for food. How did you get started with all of this? So it started back in July of 2013. Um, really, the idea stemmed from a passion for Jewish cuisine – um, it's something that uh, I've been really working with my whole life, has always been a part of me growing up in Long Island and eating bagels and schmear and pastrami. Um, when I got to Boston, I realized there was a bit of a Jewish food uh, void in, in the community um, and was something uh, I was working for CJP at the time, Combined Jewish Philanthropies, which is um, the Jewish Federation here in Boston. Um, and I was very just well tapped into the Jewish community, um, and it was something that you know I felt passionate about, and something that I wanted to start on my own. Um, I had good connections with different chefs and restaurateurs in the area, but I really had no idea how to get started. Um, you know, one day I reached out to a fellow, a chef in the community, Josh Lewin, uh, who helped me start Kitchen Kibbutz, and um, you know we were kind of brainstorming ideas. Uh, we sat down at Starbucks and. Um, and thought about it and how it was a unique opportunity uh, in Boston. And uh, we created our first dinner in August, um, something that we kind of just created together in a, in a shared kitchen space um, for friends and family. And it was something that kind of grew from there. Um, we've worked with all different chefs across the city, uh, people really talented in their fields, whether that be um, mixing cocktails, uh, inspired by the Passover Seder, uh, doing Chinese New Year uh, with a local uh, modern Asian restaurant, um, doing Yemenite Rosh Hashanah dinners um, at really awesome spots on Newberry Street. Uh, so we've kind of spanned the gamut uh, of working with really talented individuals um, and doing events anywhere from 18 people to two turns of 50 was probably our, our largest uh, event. Um, and from there, really, the word got out. Um, that we were doing something unique, um, and it was a way for us to build community in uh, in Boston. It's wonderful. So, tell me a little bit about how you know the whole idea of a pop up dining experience. Where do these take place, and how do people hear about sure. it? Usually, we uh, we take over a restaurant or a unique space, uh, whether that's a bar, whether that's um, a private dining room. Um, we're looking into alternative uh, venues, um, but really just get started with an idea. 
um, looking at, um, you know, the way I start planning events is looking at the Jewish calendar, uh, by looking at people within my own network that have expertise in different cuisines, um, and kind of building an idea f- from that. Um, and the way, you know, we gain traction is really just word of mouth. Um, my background is in digital marketing and social media, so uh, when I first started Kitchen Kibitz, I relied on my own social network to um, to spread the word about what we were doing, and people really got excited about it, um, and, uh, and it really took off. You don't have many opportunities in Boston to, you know, dine alone, um, or you feel awkward about doing it. Um, so there's a lot of foodies in Boston, um, and I wanted to make sure that they were able to to new and exciting experiences, to understand Jewish cuisine um, in a way that was elevated, um, and for them to meet new people. Because I think the core values of Kitchen Kibbutz are to meet new people through community, understand what Jewish cuisine is, and meet really talented chefs who usually are behind the scenes. Um, you know, they're on the front line mm-hmm. in the kitchen, but you have this disconnect between diner and uh, chef. Um, that you would only get at something like Chef's Table, which would be, you know, $100 plus. Uh, so this is really a unique opportunity that is, um, you know, fairly priced for the community, uh, provides great value, and uh, it's just a lot of fun. I would say about 70% of our diners aren't Jewish, mm-hmm. which I think many people are surprised about. Um, but, uh, you know, I targeted towards the food community first. I wanted people to respect Jewish cuisine as... Um, you know, as a as something that was important, that was something that was significant, um, and for the Jews that come, it's something that you know they they have a memory of eating their grandmother's gefilte fish. But you know, this is a a Thai curry gefilte fish mm-hmm. um, that's been sous vide and has fresh lemongrass, um, has really bright flavors. Um, so it's it's paying homage, but it's um, you know working with the best ingredients, the best chefs. Um, and new and exciting twists. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's what's really interesting and in all that's going on with Jewish cuisine nowadays is that just it's continuing to evolve and borrow from and um, and become a more, you know, more adaptable modern cuisine. Sure. Yeah. And I see that you've described yourself as um, sort of culinary storytelling as part of the concept. Mm-hmm. And I wondered if you could elaborate on that idea a little bit. Absolutely. So, you know, one of the main values for Kitchen Kibbutz is to, you know, tell a greater story, whether that's, um, we're talking about Passover through cocktails. I want people to walk away understanding um, the thought process behind the food, behind um, Jewish cuisine, and behind uh, whether it's a holiday or a tradition. Um, you know, for example, you know, where did Gefilte fish come from? Um, how do they do it in the old country? Um, and what was our approach here, um, whether that's souvening it or uh, using fresh local New England pike. Um, you know, there's a lot of differences that we're, uh, you know, paying respect to, but also, you know, like I said, creating our own spin. Um, so I want each chef to be a, a food storyteller, to get up there before each course and to explain uh, his interpretation. Um, chefs are... Uh, a mixture of Jewish and not Jewish. I work with a revolving uh, lineup of, of different chefs, but you know, when we sit down in the beginning to to plan the event, um, sometimes I have to educate them on on what is Jewish cuisine um, and what we're doing here, um, which is kind of exciting and and fun um, because they're 
looking at it from a new angle. They might have made a fish cake before, but it wasn't to fill the fish. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're combining a lot of the new flavors. Um, and I want the chefs to really share that, how they um, went about learning about Jewish cuisine and uh, the flavor approach they took to, um, you know, to, to creating the dish. Um, and we talked a little bit earlier about the fact that you attended um, Tent Food. And I wonder how that experience built on both your interest in Jewish food and sort of how it's playing out and what you're doing now, because certainly that was an exploration of Jewish food. Past I mean, present. it worked on many. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it worked on many levels. You know, first off, seeing how many people are involved in Jewish cuisine um, was really exciting and really, you know, invigorating that um, that I'm not alone. You know, when I do it in Boston, it's kind of like this, like, one man knocking on the doors to to really represent Jewish cuisine, but it's exciting to see that's happening in in Canada and California and New York and um, everywhere that people are really trying to push it forward and that there's a lot of exciting stuff happening. So I think just meeting those people um, energized me and also opened up new networks for me to you know to call people if I'm stuck on something or to uh, we have a Facebook forum which is which is really terrific because I got to share news with other people. Um, they're able to connect me with other resources. It's a really an amazing community built um, that I can tap into. Um, you know, I think on the other end, working with a lot of chefs, we did a lot of hands-on demonstrations uh, at places like Bread's Bakery and um, Myland Deli. So mm-hmm. that was really fun to learn some new recipes and to uh, meet a lot of the great chefs who are leading this uh, movement. Um, in Jewish food, um, I respect the people at Myland a lot, and Red's Bakery is obviously um, fantastic. So those guys are really, um, you know, heroes for me. So meeting them was a huge honor. Um, and the last part was really just understanding the history. Um, we did a lot of focus on, uh, you know, old menus and how Jewish food kind of came to be in New York City, and I think that was what's most exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, that has helped me to tell the story better when I did my own events. And um, just for me to be more knowledgeable about about Jewish cuisine. Yeah, and there's, as I said, there's so much exciting going on in the world of Jewish cuisine. You mentioned um, breads, great stuff, and Mile End also, um, Mm -hmm. along with a host of others. And, uh, you know, again, you talked about community. It just seems like something like this is such an amazing way to build community um, by finding this intersection with food and social and history, et cetera. And are you finding Absolutely. that people are coming back? Yeah. Um, I mean, we have a lot of repeat customers, uh, people that have been loyal to the Kitchen Kibbits, which I think is really exciting. But I also want to bring in new people as well. Um, we were recently uh, nominated uh, for Boston's uh, Zagat's 30 Under 30, um, and that really helped our trajectory to really just push us in the right direction um, to validate just the work that I've done. And uh, and to really, you know, bring us to a new audience, which has made it really exciting. Um, I'm also really excited to work with those other people um, who are in the, the top 30, under 30. Um, a lot of great, really inspiring chefs and restaurateurs and people in the food industry. Um, so I built a community among that. And um, I think we're really excited for the future of Kitchen Kibbutz because we're doing more events where... Uh, reaching a new audience, we're, you know, changing some of the uh, the platforms and 
uh, the style just to experiment um, with what people resonate resonate towards, um, whether that's a Jewish food tour, whether it's a cooking demonstration, whether that's a sit-down dinner, um, you know, it could be anything. I think the possibilities are pretty endless. But we've we built a loyal community, and, um, you know, I, I want to engage them on all levels, whether that's social, whether that's, um, you know, sending a personal email to thank them um, for their loyalty, um, and just really going out of the way to understand the feedback from them. Um, I, I constantly ask, you know, what can we do better? Uh, what new areas we can explore? What cuisines would you like to see? What chefs would you like to, um, you know, see tackle a kitchen kibitz? Uh, those things are really important to me, and I think uh, I have a great community behind me, and Boston has been really supportive, so uh, I'm just really happy where it's, where it's going. That's great. And if our listeners are interested, how do they find out about all of this? Sure. So they can log into uh, kitchenkibbits.com. Uh, they can follow us on Twitter at, at kitchenkibbits, um, and on Facebook as well. We have a page. Fantastic. Well, thanks so much for joining me today. Um, I hope that the next time we can be sitting at the table together. Sounds good. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, look forward to your next event. Thanks again. Thank you. You've been listening to Tune In, a podcast of the Yiddish Book Center. My name is Lisa Newman. Our producer today is Sarah Bleichfeld. Thanks for tuning in. Be well, be strong, and tune in again soon.